Go to InvestorThrive.com right now to check out some of our free training on how you can make money as a real estate investor or schedule a time with me so we can chat about our mastermind mentorship and how we can help you learn how to wholesale nationwide and grow your business. What's up, everybody? Investor Thrive Nation. I have Will and Shannon here with me, and uh, we met at Sean Terry's Mastermind, and they have been doing great things, awesome things, and I wanted to bring them on the show to basically just ask them uh, about their origin story, what, you know, what got them started. So thank you for coming on, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, anytime. And I love, I know you got some great messages to share with people. So basically, we're just going to hop right in. And um, I, before, I guess we get into your origin story, let's Give you guys want to give a little short introduction to, to yourselves, like where you're from, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm Shannon Wolden. I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I currently live in Henderson, Nevada, like 20 minutes away from Las Vegas. Um, and I have six kids. We have six kids. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. I love oh, it. I didn't say that I used to be in the service industry for a long time. Um, as a waitress and then um, a banquet server uh, for lots, a ton of years, like 15 years. Um, and then wow. I moved into uh, running an AC company locally, uh, which is really busy, obviously, in the summer in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, since that's where I, I quit my job in the AC company to come and do this job. And that AC is real important in Vegas at this time, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered because I was like, you know, I, I didn't grow up in very hot places, so I was it was like, why are people tripping about AC so much? But it's I guess in places where it gets so hot, it's like that's a ne- that's a necessity right there. Yeah, 100%, yeah. It's yeah. A necessity. Okay. What about you, Will? You want to give us a little bit of introduction to who you are? Yeah. So uh, again, my name's Will. Um, I have pretty much always done construction. Uh, I decided having kids young was the way to go, so college wasn't my my destination. So uh, I got into a trade. I've done the, pretty much everything other than electrical work. That's not my gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, hats off to the electricians. You shock yourself every day. Really? It gets that, it gets that bad, huh? Well, for them guys it is. But and <laughs> so I ended up uh, bouncing around doing some different odds and end construction work uh, for 15, 16 years and uh, ended up working at the same company that she ended up uh, at doing HVAC. Mm -hmm. So she ran all the office stuff, ended up essentially my boss. I did all the field work and then she came home and was my boss here too. So I was the boss. Two bosses. I guess the boss full time, no matter what, right? Full time boss. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess my question, and maybe a lot of questions that people might have is, um, you know, was the AC thing like what? Why? Why did you decide to? Uh, I guess leave that to go to uh, investing in real estate. What? What was wrong with working in that? Well, go ahead. Well, it was like, it was a long time coming because I initially found out about even the the word wholesaling houses probably about twelve years ago now. Oh wow! And uh, Shannon had uh, some sort of surgery. I can't even remember what it was, but. And I was sitting up in the middle of the night taking care of her, and an infomercial popped up for some guy who was selling. John Terry. It wasn't John <laughs> Terry. Um, I can't even remember his name. I actually I think, think it was a Sean. Sean. I think yeah. it was Sean Higgins. Uh, I don't know if you heard of him or not. But 
he does he was doing tax lien stuff and then he he mixed wholesaling into it but um so like a lot of people i ordered i ordered this stuff off of his infomercial walked, <laughs> you know, walked through the, his little three dvds and i was like this is it but did nothing with it you know okay. so um but always had told shannon for one reason or another i knew really nothing about real estate i had never you know owned a home successfully at that point you know i had gone through you know 2008 and and lost my house during that so i hadn't i hadn't owned a successful home and all that other stuff and uh but i was like real estate is going to be our way out i don't know why or how but 12 years ago i was like real estate's going to be our way out and so it was always it was always on your you know on your mind yeah absolutely and i didn't really ever buy in i think i i, I read the book and i just did the things, but I don't think I was like as on board, which is probably why we didn't really do much with it. You know, we went to a couple conferences, but that was it. Well, you know, it's interesting. I took a lot out of that, but one thing that's funny is I always wondered myself, like who calls from those infomercials on, on TV? And I, well, <laughs> I'm there with you because one day I was sitting in college and I saw Gotham steel and the guy was cooking an egg and it wasn't sticking. And I was like, that is amazing. Mine always sticks. So I, I, so I'm right there with you. You got the course. I got the Gotham steel pan. All right. How did how the pan work out for you? It, it honestly, the first time it stuck. I don't know if I had the pan too hot, but the egg yeah. stuck, and I said, "This is this is garbage." I need my money. Yeah. It worked out about as good as yeah. uh, work out wholesaling course. Yeah, it seems like yours. The whole, whatever you bought, I mean, for both of us, that we struck out in the first time, so yeah. it, it happens. But so, so what? What happened to you guys? Where you know it was always on your mind. What what triggered you to to take action again? And I, was it the Sean Terry uh, first check challenge? Is that like what you decided to do again? What was the, like? What was the journey? Oh, so you know, originally it had just. It was one of those things that I think had just popped up in some sort of algorithm and they were like wholesaling houses popped up and I was like, oh, okay, let me watch this video. And it was, it just opened the rabbit hole. And mm -hmm. so it was Sean Terry, uh, the wholesaling people, Brent Daniels, I mean, Max Maxwell, I had gone through, they, I mean, I did the YouTube university yeah. thing and I was coming home from work. I, you know, I'm sitting in an attic with other guys it's 140 degrees up there and i've got my phone sitting on the on the air conditioning and i'm watching youtube videos as i'm supposed to be working and the other yeah. guys are like what are you doing and i'm like i'm getting out of this attic is what i'm doing <laughs> you know so i would come home to her and be like i'm telling you we're gonna wholesale houses like look max says this look sean says this mm -hmm. and she's like okay like sure you know just make sure you're at work tomorrow to watch supportive more but she's like keep doing your thing i'm also yeah, yeah. i get that yeah. i mean let me add that we we're both working a job yes a really hot miserable attic job but we work for a great company right. uh, a family-owned business we had the time to have our family our kids around i mean we had a really great gig with this company that we work for so i wasn't really looking to leave the security of having a paycheck come in all the time mm -hmm. even though i would really like to have made more money right i felt like i deserved more money but i, I also knew that together we have the ability to run something really great um at a high level and whether that was the ac company or something else so i had the faith that it, it could be a thing i just couldn't figure out how to understand it and wrap my head around it myself okay 
So how did that, so how did it happen where you took it from, you know, I'm going to start doing this to it, you guys started taking action. So I was uh, at work and I actually got sideswiped on the freeway by a bus and ended up needing a spinal fusion. So wow. my, the, the ticker on my physical activity, especially I'm a big guy, you know, and most addicts aren't like really, really big here. It's not like he's supposed <laughs> to walk around and they're really tight. Yeah, and so, crouchy. yeah. So putting me inside an attic and then just living a life, I've got five boys and a girl. So, and my, even our daughter is insanely active. So it's a big thing for me to be able to run around you know, and do things with them. So the ticker on how much time I had left seemed like it had started as far as physical activity and still being able to, to function like that. Okay. So it was, we needed to do something now in order to prolong that. And there was nothing else. Cause it, again, it, we circled back at all. It had always been real estate mm-hmm. for me, you know, and it's specifically, Real estate investing, wholesale and flipping. And at that time, did I start getting my real estate license or Not trying? Yet. Not yet. Okay, go. But Got it. Uh, other than that, it was, you know, the 140, 150 degree addicts was. A That's big some, that was some added motiv- motivation for you. The yeah. high- <laughs> so I don't know how it happened, but we had a meeting with the wholesale eight guys. Yeah. So, you know, we uh, going through YouTube university, we got on and we actually met with the wholesaling guys first mm-hmm. and then um we were like well we should probably check out some other people so we got on with sean's some of sean's people mm-hmm. and uh we just had an amazing amazing feeling with with sean yeah and, like we're and, really drawn to the way that he does things and just yeah really so uh cool. we signed up for the first check challenge and went from there that was the beginning that's awesome so so you you're probably explaining expressing like a journey that a lot of people have taken that have started in here they they see maybe some advertisements they see that wholesaling is good and then they they go into youtube and then maybe they start getting a ton more advertisement and then they start maybe interviewing a couple different places to see how to really get started so did you really did you take action or try to get deals or leads or start calling people until you got into sean's program or did you not do anything really until then? Oh, we did. We I, yeah, had that I think, I we, think we, we did, but I mean, it was really, well, you, you went know, to the like, th- yeah, we were like throwing spaghetti at the wall and, and, right. you know, so it was like with the YouTube, everybody's like, you gotta go to your local real meeting. So I started going there and then it was like driving for dollars and stuff like that. And, you know, we ended up going on some walkthroughs, which, is now totally different and i wish we could do more of because the vegas market's so crazy so we focus primarily outside of vegas right now right but the belly to belly thing is so fun oh it's fun and it 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 is fun and not only that uh, i think it's it can be more effective if you can get more leads in your own market it's way i think you can close way more people if you're face to face that's just how it always is going to be yeah um um, yeah with how expensive leads are, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of people try to go with the nationwide model so they can get more leads for cheaper. I mean, it's give and take. I honestly, yeah. like I've teetered between let's just stay in our local market and let's go nationwide. I've, I, I have a love and hate relationship with trying to figure out which one's the best option. 
Do you have a good percentage of what you do locally versus what you do nationwide? Honestly, like we're starting to do more locally just because um, we're starting to flip more. So, you know, it's easier to flip locally. Not, not, I wouldn't say easier. It's just, we, you just feel more confident because you're just like, Hey, I can just drive down and look at our flip or if I need anything, you can flip virtually too. But yeah, so more business, I would say like 60% is, is local now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So we didn't take massive action. Uh, we took a tiny, little tiny bit of action. And then we'd fall a little bit off the wagon and, you know, get stuck in our lives with our kids. And like, like you said, all of our kids are really active. So we're, we're always going all the time, like spend a lot of time in the car. Um, so we were doing a ton and then we started the first check challenge. Um, we still did minimal effort. I feel through the first check challenge and then COVID happened. Um, and my boss didn't want me to he wanted me to come back to the office just a couple weeks after kind of, you know, things had kind of calmed down after quarantining for a while. Um, and after being home with the kids, it was like, they're going to need me here. So mm-hmm. at that point we kind of decided we need to make a decision and decide of how much and what kind of action we were going to take from there, you know? Yeah. And I want to point something out for the viewers. Maybe the people that are new is I think that's how most people are is they, they get in and they might not feel like, um, doing that much work, like a ton of massive action beginning. Cause they probably are like, it's already, a, it's already like getting out of your comfort zone, calling people and, and doing some, the beginning stuff. So is that kind of how you felt in the beginning? You're like, I should be getting result just for doing maybe a little bit. Did you kind of yeah. feel like you know, that? Absolutely. I think it definitely feels a lot like, I mean, you hear about how much people say that it takes on the phone, but when you really get on the phone, you're like, oh, I've gotten screamed out a dozen times today. It's my turn. It's my time for yeah. it, it's my time to get yeah. my first deal. But realistically, it's not just a dozen times, you know, and it it's feels not like just, a ton. Yeah, it's not just <laughs> tiny action. It's massive. Yeah. And, I, and that's what happens. I think most people get into this and they're like, hey, I made 20 calls. Where's my first deal? And you're like, well, I wish it was like that, right? Because, you know, if I only took 20 calls, make $15,000. That would be the greatest thing. And and I think yeah. sometimes people get lucky and they're like, I knocked my first door and I got my first deal, my first pre-foreclosure. And, sure. those, and, and that's honestly a double-edged sword because, yes, you did a great job. You got your first deal. But now you think it's that easy, you know? So mm-hmm. so let's talk about um, getting your first deal and the first check challenge. So you joined that. What um, You were throwing spaghetti at the wall. You're at the RIAs and they're saying drive for dollars. So what, what different information did you get that you applied that you felt like was uh, – you know, super helpful and helped you ultimately get your first deal. So we didn't actually get our first deal in the first check challenge. It was well after that, but the first check challenge helped put us on a path um, of like, do this, 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 and this, you know, every day do these things and, and learning where to find our leads and um, you know, just what things needed to happen in order to really make progress versus just trying to like learn so much and not really do anything, you know? Yeah, kind of, I think even though the, 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 there's a blueprint laid out there, when you just stick with just trying to learn on YouTube, and I know there's people out there that have gotten on YouTube, looked at everybody, and set off on their own and have been massively successful. Mm-hmm. And, like, you guys are rock stars out there that can do that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that was not me um i needed the structure so what the the first check challenge kind of laid out for us was that structure Mm -hmm. 
showed you why reinvent the wheel. Right. You know, right. When when people are coming to you for help, you know, within your mastermind and stuff, they're hoping that you're able to provide them that that roadmap, you know, to get towards where you're you are. And yeah. the people that are willing that can see the fact that the roadmap is there for your benefit, those are the people that really win. And that's I think what we we got out of that. Yeah. And I, I like what Sean says. He says, like, he, he, I'm giving you a recipe like to a cake. Right. And you can bake my delicious cake with the recipe I've given you or you can throw whatever you think is important in there and you can see if that makes you uh, the, the same result. So, yeah, exactly. So you said you got the deal after the first check challenge. Uh, what do you know what where it came from? Do you remember or, or how you got it? Like what lead source? So how long was it after the first check challenge? So before during the first check challenge, we had we had good um, success with feeling what it felt like to to work the business. We were getting leads coming in. Um, we were you we were pulling lists, cold calling um, all through that. But we just never seemed to really, you know, make it to the finish line. Right. Um, we got through that, didn't get our first check. And then we stuck with the with the cold calling, mm -hmm. and it was con we had four contracts fall out. Uh, I would say within seven days of closing before we got our first check, oh, wow. like our first actual check. And and when they fell out, is that because the buyers didn't come through? You didn't have the right the right price, so you had to cancel it. Like, wh why did those fall out? So the two of them, the sellers at the end. Or, well, one, the seller just up and decided to keep the house. Um, did they actually you know, keep it? She did actually keep it. She did keep it. Uh -huh. Okay. Because uh, usually, usually that's them trying to like get out of it, right? And what, what I say yeah. is you can keep it, but I'm going to cloud your title. And when you sell it, I'll be ready. Yeah. She right. actually kept it and then she popped up on somebody else's uh, PPC that we know uh, later. later. Right. <laughs> well, if you have that contract, I'd call her back and be like, hey, we're still ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So um, that one, and then uh, the seller did it, did what you said. Mm -hmm. Like we we realistically know that when it, after everything shook out, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna keep it and stay in it." And then lo and behold, a month later, it sold. And honestly, that's unfortunate because you you with the knowledge you have now, if someone comes to you with that excuse, you know now you can say, "Great, that's okay. You can keep it, stay in it if you like." But when you are ready to sell, we will, we will be ready because we right. you know put a notice right. of interest on your your title. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, happened to me too. I lost out on a deal. Guys, like I talked to my wife, we don't want to sell. Uh, then I saw that the, the houses flipped like a month later, and whoever did probably made a killing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there was the one that sold to someone else like the day before we were closing mm. yeah and uh, <laughs> again we being new didn't know to cloud the title so we're right there you know going into closing and that's four deals that's like four deals right there with a little yeah. experience you know yeah. right and uh and then one then the last area, one we'll know the last one the buyer uh where, where, oh. where you and Sean, you guys talk about being in control of your deal mm -hmm. and, and, and acting like you have a hundred million dollars in the bank. We were not acting like that. We were desperate. Yeah. And so we get a buyer that calls up. He doesn't like our contract. He wants to use his contract. 
everything mm-hmm. ended up going his way. And then right at the end of right before he just pulls out of the deal God. and the seller's not looking to extend at that point because we were supposed that's, to close. That's unfortunate, you know, and yeah. usually when you let them demand, like command the situation, they, they, they do stuff like that, you know, and it's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. So, and then- so okay, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, what happened? So we our first deal ended up being uh, down in Texas. It was a cold call, um, a cold call lead, and uh, it was a battle back and forth. We didn't think we were going to do it. We had a VA buyer. Um, we were being told by Sean and everybody, you can't use VA buyers. It's cash only. Wow. Uh and and so we weren't letting it go (laughs) we were like we're gonna help this guy out like at this we were ready to help this guy and make no money and i think that was the key that was the key (laughs) and so we found this this lady she was in the military heading back from overseas with her daughter Mm -hmm. wanted to purchase the house um so this was before anybody had come up with any rvp program or anything like that so we had talked with title, just worked the problem and got everybody on board. We talked to the seller, told the seller, this is how it's going to work. Talked to the buyer, told the buyer, this was how it was going to work. Got title to come up with paperwork that everybody agreed on legally. And uh, then We're she goes to go, this. And then she disappears. <laughs> she disappears. Oh, the, you're talking about the lady that was going to move into it, the buyer? The, the buyer. buyer disappears. Oh, man, that. Gosh, guys, you're throwing me through a loop here. <laughs> so, but what happened was during that time uh, of working this whole process out, we had already had it posted on Facebook and some other, you know, marketing channels. Mm-hmm. And we had a buy- another buyer who really wanted the property. But because we were trying to help out this vet, mm-hmm. we were like, look, we have a buyer. I'll let you know if it's not going to work out. I'll call you if you're still interested or whatever. So he was fine with that. So it was a couple months, I feel like, it was and, months. and I called him after this buyer ghosted for days. I called the seller first and I'm like, we cannot get a hold of her. And none of us have heard from her. What do you want to do? I have someone else. Do you want to go back to what we were originally doing? And so mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, I just want to sell it. So um, I called that buyer and I was like, the property's available. And he was like, okay, I want it. And it was pretty easy from there, I yeah, think. It was like less than a week later. We yeah. Started. That was, ended up being a cash buyer, you're saying? Yeah, yep. it ended up being, ended a, cash up being a cash buyer. Man, sounds like you, before the RBB program renovation started, you you were you were the head, you were starting that. <laughs> yeah, I thought I made that up myself. <laughs> you're, you're like, Corey, what, what are you doing? I did, that's, that's exactly what program. happened. <laughs> so that's the power of the masterminds, truly, is that we were at um, – at one of the syndicate nine meetings mm-hmm. and uh we basically begged sean to let us go sit with the big boys yeah. for just a little while and it wasn't three minutes into the first presentation uh cory boatwright was laying out the rvp program and we were I like, was there yeah i remember that yes this is exactly what we needed like it yeah. was like okay we can do this you know that morning actually is when we got the go ahead from title yeah that we could do that program that's so yeah and so we closed our first deal after all that with a cash buyer (laughs) instead of everything else uh for twenty one thousand (laughs) dollars where was it in texas by the way uh colleen texas 
Oh, that's actually that's pretty pretty populated, right? Colleen, Texas. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. Houston or what? It's uh, near Austin. Austin, okay. Yeah, right by Fort Hood. The power of networking. Look, we got someone coming on here. I don't know if you can see the screen, guys. They say, "Well, and Shannon, I have some properties you may be interested in Texas. I'm in Texas." Yeah, I love it. So we'll have to connect you to to this user. It'll be this user, whoever I can't, you can't tell where they're coming from because we're on StreamYard, but wherever they're coming from, hey, network, anybody in, in watching this or that will watch this hit up Will and Shannon, they will, they will help you find some buyers. They'll JV with you. They'll, they'll get it done. Right guys. That's good. Let's make some money. For sure. So that is an awesome story, and I'm glad it worked out for you. So, is that were you part time with the AC at that time? Were, were you full time? I mean, were you still? I doing was, was full time um, with the AC company, and uh, about until about 45 days before our first deal. So I still hadn't even gotten our first deal um, when I quit the AC company. Oh, so this uh, this one you guys were like, we want this. this yeah so and that's where we go back to the massive action it was it was a lot of i went so i went to the first time or what was it freedom what was the extreme freedom with sean and i asked him you guys are a proof of concept everybody talks about making sure you have a proof of concept before you quit your job have some money put away all that other stuff um as I listen to these podcasts and I listen and I watch these YouTube videos, the people that were the most successful were the people that took massive action. The people that went all in, the people that got fired from their jobs, that had some hardship come up in life that they were like, well, it's either this or, or nothing. I lose everything or, or this works out for us. And right. so we were dabbling and it wasn't working. It just, it wasn't working. She was trying to be a mom. It was during COVID. She was now a teacher. She was a mom. She's trying to be a wife as well as herself. Mm -hmm. And I was coming home after sitting in an attic for 14 hours saying, well, Hey, what'd you do? And she's like, well, I, you know, I got the kids here. I did this. I no, no. What did you do for the business? If I was your boss and then there's peers, I didn't do anything. (laughs) I couldn't get anything done, you know? (laughs) And so it was like, well, how are we ever going to get this if you can't work? And she's like, well, you're at work all day and this is my job. And so it was like, at some point, the massive action needed to be taken. And yes. so we were like, well, we're going to go all in. And uh, I quit my job and it was about 45 days later before we closed that first one. Dang. And that must have been one of the greatest feelings to get that check, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> Definitely. Because our kids thought that we were insane. Um <laughs> You know, we've we've always been essentially the corporate type people. You know, yes. like we we go out on Saturdays when when they call and say, "Hey, we need somebody to come work." You know, we work late, all those things. So, for us to just up and pack up and do something for ourselves, and then have it be successful, especially when they've seen those four checks, mm-hmm. because we we celebrated as a family when we got the contract signed. You know, then we found a buyer and we were stoked together again. And then it fell out, you know, and so major accountability right there. Not only accountable to yourselves, but to your kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. You wow. know, so they watched us do that four times, you know, they, they saw the struggles and stuff. So when we were finally able to show them that check, which funny enough, they we wanted the hard check from the title company for yeah. the first 
You like mail me that thing. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we waited for them to mail it to us and they sent it in the wrong name. Oh, good. <laughs> so they ended up sending the check in the wrong name after all said and done. So then we had to wait, call them back, wait again for a check that we could actually cash. Yes. Um, the big benefit in that, the blessing is that is I actually have the check now. So yeah. I get my first hard check. Back. I love it. I love it. So at that time when you got that deal, was it just you two or did you have some VAs? Did you have some a cold calling service? What was it? So we did uh, have a cold caller that we were working with at that time. So that deal came from the cold caller. Okay. So what virtual assistant was the Philippines? Was it? Uh, Philippines. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So when you're new, uh, for the people that are new, I mean, even one cold caller and then you calling those leads that come in and negotiating that that'll get it done, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what was happening. We were in the position prior to him quitting where we were like, okay, you know, we got to do something else. This isn't working. We spent some money, a handful of money on PPC and we weren't getting anywhere. Yeah. So we were struggling with that. And a friend of mine said, Hey, like you need to hire a cold caller because that's, what's going to take the time from you to get your other stuff done. Hire the, hire the cold caller. You call the ones that say yes. And that's yeah. I mean, honestly, PPC can wreck you if you, especially if you don't, I mean, if you don't, I don't even say, especially if you're nationwide period. PPC will wreck you, period, if you don't know what you're doing, we, whether it's in your own backyard. When we were in, in Utah, just specifically doing deals in Utah, each click would be like a hundred, like $400, and we would be our budget would be done in like a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so you definitely got to be careful. About 20000 Say uh, that again? 20000 burned on PPC. Uh, before our first check. <laughs> Hey, don't even worry because I I think I, we spent we spent so much money. I think we spent like forty k, thirty k trying to figure it out too before we were like, okay, we gotta. I think that's why we reached out to Sean for his PPC like the syndicate because we were like, we're trying to figure this out. And um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, PPC yeah. can be difficult unless you you hire someone uh, like an expert. Ethan Leach, he's good that we both we're both using them. Yeah. Um, shout out to Ethan. Uh, if you want Ethan's info, you can message me. And I can give it to you. Um, but yeah, so that's awesome, guys. And and you haven't looked back since, huh? Since that happened? No, never once. I mean, we definitely have had a it's it's not just your first deal and then you know, it's only up from there. It's it's a roller coaster. You have you yes. have those bottom times too, where even though you got a, your first deal, your second deal, it might be you know, a couple months or especially as you start to scale and bring new people on. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me kind of tell you guys, I don't know if you've hit this part in your business, but in my business, when my first, how long have you been doing it for a year, two years, three years? How long? Uh, about 18 months now. 18 months. So what really helped my business this is just advice. You didn't even ask for it, but I'm giving you advice. Um, is, is when me and Corey got into wholesaling, we did like 96, uh, some thousand dollars within our next first, like four, six months. But because it was a partnership, we had to pay our, our, our VAs and pay for additional marketing to go out. That money was gone very quick, you know, and, and this is how it's been the first couple of years was, it was like, we'd make money, we'd feel great. And then it'd go back down and it'd be like that. So until we started getting um, business credit. And I don't know if you have that, but basically it's like interest-free credit cards or business credit line of credit that you can put that marketing expense on because unfortunately 
you know, if you spend 10K, you might not see a return on that money for 30, 60 days. I mean, it just depends. Maybe there's title issues. So for you just to put a shell out all that money out of your bank account, it's difficult. It can be detrimental or it can shut you down. So once we started getting business credit where we could put, you know, $10,000, $20,000, make the minimum payments and not have interest on those uh, payments for 18 months, 24 months, then it was like, Okay, we can get this thing rolling since we're not always having to shell out money out of the bank account. We're using interest-free credit cards, and that that helped us get ahead. So I don't know if you've done that or raised, uh, gotten business credit yet, but that that pushed us ahead. And if you talk to a lot of other gurus or whatever mentors out there, they say that most of their expense, marketing expenses are put on business yeah. credit, so they can um, right. so it doesn't destroy you your bank account. Do you have uh, any good recommendations on places to start looking at that stuff? I got a, I got a great recommendation. So Prime, Prime Corporate Services is like I've, I've negotiated and worked with them on a specific um, like way. I'm not I didn't do this to pitch them. Right. But um, no, I've, I've networked with them and exclusively because I've, you know, I work with them. They, they give you, I think, two thousand dollars off their pri uh, their business credit program. If you you know, if you just say that I referred you and I can send you the link. But the cool thing about them is. Um, they don't only just do business credit, uh, like help you with your business credit, but they can also give you advice on your um, your taxes and how to file so you don't pay pay all that money you made to the government because you just don't know how to structure your, your taxes and your entity. So I'll set you up uh, with their link and you can do a call. They, they do like a $2,000 free uh, like consultation call with anyone that you know, books a call with through me just to help you guys out. So you don't even have to sign up. You can just talk to them and see. But that, that's really... That's what got us over the hump is, you know, not having to pull from our bank account every deal because that, I mean, it, I don't know if you've experienced it, but that, that really affected us in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I think some of that, we're going through some of that now at this point, you know, throughout yeah. this new market change. And as yeah. yeah. And if you, I mean, honestly, you spend $10,000 on a marketing program, uh, marketing that you send out and you, your minimum payments on that are what, like? 150 200 a month you can you can handle that for two months until that deal closes then you pay it all off yeah and you're you're flying so um that's my advice for anybody that's on here because i don't think people talk about that a lot but most of the people i think they either had a lot of money to get going in this business me and corey we started with zero dollars like we didn't come into this business with any money we we just knocked doors and uh we cold called and then you know so you need some money to get really scale the business up get right employees vas all that stuff Right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So um, let's kind of wrap up. I think you dropped a lot of good nugs, but I think uh, what is one thing you would like to give to Investor Thrive Nation to let people know how to be successful uh, like you guys as at wholesaling? Uh, my thing is, you know, go all in and, and never quit. You, you've got to take massive action and you have to work. It doesn't work if you don't work. Yeah, I agree. I think that you've got to, I have this note on my desk and I kind of just I'm looking at it here. It says, what can I accomplish in the rain? And I think it's a big deal because if you're, you know, working hard and you think you're working hard and nothing's happening and you're feeling down, those are the times if you push through and you work harder that those things come, you know, to fruition. So. so ma massive action, huh? Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm, a, I'm the biggest proponent of massive action. And I would even, what I say is other people said massive and perfect action. Cause it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And, and if you're going out there and you're like willing to fail, 
That's that's what you need to do because you you wouldn't have known by getting snaked on those four deals or three deals what was happening or how to combat it. Now you do. Now you know what like okay, this sounds kind of fishy. This has happened before, you know. Yep. Yeah. You want to stay in a house that you you were just telling me that you hated living in. That doesn't sound right, you know. So yeah. yeah. Um, action and fix your mindset the best that you can, you know. Yeah, mindset. Like tell your mind to stop saying the negative things to yourself. <laughs> Talk to yourself a lot. I love it. So I wanted to show you guys while you're on here and and uh, share with Investors Drive Nation. So. Uh, as you know, I've, I've been growing uh, this coaching business um, and uh, I created a website that uh, that gives away like um, free resources and tools for people that are beginners and experienced investors. And I wanted to show you guys because you asked, where can I go to get that? So I'll, I'll, I wanted to show you the, the website just launched like a couple days ago. So we're still working on it, but it's it's really cool. And I think you, you guys will like it. Um, so let's see. Let me share my screen right here. So uh, the website, um, can you guys see the screen? Yes. So it's it's called uh, just Investor Thrive, pretty pretty basic. But what I do is I give a, a free course away just for people that want to just learn how to wholesale. It's like a very beginner course. But this is what I think would be useful to you guys and, and to uh, investors out there is on the side I have um, a tab that's called free resources. And, and what I've done is I've um, basically put all the top uh, softwares and services that I recommend and that we actually use in our company and people can go and just go directly to the link and they get like special promotions. Cause when I first started the business, I was like, I don't know who to use for cold calling. I don't know who to use for skip tracing. Like I had those questions and I didn't know who to go ask. So this like site under the free resources tab, it breaks down just like I told you guys, the business credit, like it's right at the top, the LLC, like cool prime corporate services. You can go there and it takes you directly to their information. And if like, as you scale your business, you're probably like, how do I do team communication? Like I explain, you know, use Slack or use discord to grow your business. And what, what list should I pull where you got batch leads, you got prop stream. So anyway, I created a, a resources page in investor thrive where people could go and just get knowledge on like, what's the best services to use in the industry. That's super cool. Nathan. I love awesome. it. Yeah. So anyway, Congratulations. yeah, no, I, it's cause I appreciate you guys and and I'm excited about it because as you can tell, I needed it when I first got started. I was like, what do I do? What do I use? And it's like, there you go. So investorthrive.com, go check it out. Free resources for everybody. Hey, <laughs> nice. I love it. Cool. Well, guys, I really appreciate um, your time, you coming on here. I think it's been awesome to kind of learn about your journey. And um yeah, is there anything else you guys want to let the world know, like how to reach you if they want to network with you? Uh, anything, anything like that? Yeah, I'm I'm just Shannon Wolven on Facebook. Um, nice and easy, Shannon Wolven. <laughs> yep, same thing for me, just Will Wolven. Um, I we're don't working on Instagram on, very much, but I probably should. Yeah, we probably should get a little more social on <laughs> those things. Uh, we have a uh, our company is K Home Solutions. We have a Facebook page. Um, it's being worked on at the moment, so it's not very glamorous, but it's there. And message us uh, there, we'll we'll respond. Yeah, cool. And and it sounds like you know you're open to network with as many people as possible. So if you, if they're in the Vegas area and someone's new, I'm sure you'd be willing to help them out, give them some advice. Um, yeah, would love to. What I've learned is the more you give, 
the more you give out, the more you get, you know, and, and you guys, it's, it's awesome to, to be a part of your journey and to chat with you. And you guys know you can reach out to me if you need anything. All right. For sure. They don't need to be in the Vegas area either. We work nationwide. So yeah, hey. it seems like Texas. I mean, you guys got that unlocked. So if you got deals in Texas, you, you're the yeah. ones that call, right? Cool. All right. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for being on the Investor Thrive podcast, and I guess we'll see you we'll see you around. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, everything, mate. Yeah, yeah, anytime. Bye.